welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual, pop, I'm sorry, podcast brought to you by two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Miss Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Guys, whew, um, many things to talk about today. It's a great day. We are having a great day. Yes, we are. We are grateful for you guys. Today we're going to talk about boundaries. We're going to we're going to have some giggles. We're going to share some experiences, but really quick, we had to say thank you for all of the love on our last episode. Yeah. So you guys like it when we get horny. Uh, I'm glad to know. Yeah. Um that's probably my favorite episode we've done next to like probably all of them. I know. <laughs> I keep saying like something's my favorite and then I remember like the other ones like we were looking through the list before we started this and I was like, "Oh, but then that one. Oh, I remember that one." Yeah, literally. Uh, um It's hard when you're so good at something. Just kidding. I'm not that. No, no, bad no. no. But... You have to affirm what you want and what you are. You're right. So what you speak, you are, and what you be, whatever. But you know what? I'm high. It's what you speak, you become. Yeah, that's the other thing, guys. Is we are pretty. We had a good. We had a smoked. Uh, have you guys ever heard of the strain ex-wife? Because that's what we smoked, and it is a giggly bitch. Ex-wife is the strain, but my hair color is ex-wife or ex-girl. Ex-girl. Oh, the name of your hair color yeah, is ex-girl. Yeah, so I almost said ex-girl. Her ex-wife is the strain, but my hair color is ex-wife. <laughs> You're like, cool. Nice. Kelsey just had a stroke. Yeah. Let's take over from here. <laughs> so, anyway. Like something a grandmother would say. You're just like, okay, grandma. Yes, yes. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, anyways. So yeah, and thank you guys for all of the love, of course, on like Instagram everywhere. Oh my gosh, we yes. love to see it. We're almost at a thousand listeners, guys. We're gonna try to get to a thousand by Christmas. So tell oh, your, we will tell your friends, tell everybody, because yeah, we also want to try and figure out something kind of cool to do to thank you guys over the holidays. Some, yeah, some type of like something. We haven't figured it out yeah. yet though. We're open to, to ideas, suggestions. Um, and we also have some pretty cool guests in the works, which I know um, we like keep talking about, but you have to understand that life has been insane for yes. us. So it's, uh, it's more of a matter of like, yeah, um, and since I haven't had the um, ability. <laughs> and since we ha- like, you know, people you hang out or you you associate people with like your same vibration and we all go through things together. Everyone's kind of been going through a crazy time. So literally, like, literally across the board. It's been like hard to schedule. Like, so like. Have you noticed that, guys? Like, because the collective consciousness is uh, kind of going through it right now. If you're feeling either down or, like, up and down. If you're just kind of feeling like, um, what is it? What did uh, Taylor Barra say that one day? Um, Yogi. She was, like, disconnected. Yeah. Um, shout out Yogi. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, guys. So, yeah, you're not alone if you're feeling that no, way. No, we're all there. Um, Hopefully it's passing. If you and I feels think like I'm someone who I firmly believe in, like, the seasons and they're here for their reason. And winter's coming and winter is a time for, like, rest, reflection, and, um hibernation in the sense of like I think sometimes people think it's like lazy but it's not like you know this is the time where we can do like the inner work you know like we're meant to sit well, and like yeah. um create even like draw you know like do but do spend some time with yourself and like I think this is like what we I know what I need is like this right. slowdown and well like, I think too I pulled four 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 um, I pulled tarot the other day yes. that literally said this was a time for going inward hermit mode hibernation yes. resting and it even said like Maybe if you have like a big project that you're gonna drop, don't don't do it right now because also with the holidays, you know, people are trying to they're already spending money on other things. Like, right. So that but also if you kinda think about it, y'all, we are animals and there's 
every animal goes through seasons where they're like in hibernation yeah. mode or sleep mode. We're the only ones that are like, no, actually, I need to be productive. Right, right. Um, and that's what, like people so, will be like, oh, I can't live like up north where like there's winter because then you can't do things. And it's like, I get that, but I also feel like it's like I don't know. I'm a, I, I love like the synchronicities of nature and life and I think it's so cool how like right I feel like the seasons were designed or do correlate with how our bodies are supposed to and how we're like at least for me how yeah. I work um, people obviously are wired to different ways and that's why there's all different regions but like for me I'm very much a seasons person in the sense of like I love the spring because it's like a fresh new energy and then you're like yeah I feel really good and like it's very uplifting and summer is very social and like um, and all of them have like, you know, their downsides too. I'm just saying the br broadly, you know, summer's very like fun and like, okay, we can do anything. Like it's hot, it's warm, stay up late. We have these long days and then fall is very reflective and like, oh, now like the year's coming to an end. Um, like, yeah. like a lot, it's for me, it's a lot, like, I love spending time with like my really close loved ones in the fall. It's like, you know, very intimate friendships that like, I want to share those days with. And then like the winter is like right for me and for, you know, now my husband, like, but like being right, cozy, yeah. resting more and getting know. ready for the next year and like your yeah. next like season of like right the, the reflecting fun. on yeah like, exactly exactly yeah so all that has nothing to do with what they're talking about but i wanted to go on a little rant about seasons and how they're special and, and i'm glad you did thank honestly you. thank you for listening <laughs> so now we're gonna jump into today's topic which is boundaries yes. so guys there's so much that can be said about boundaries like, I, I already know that, like, when we're finished with this episode, I'm going to be like, oh, I wish I mentioned this. Right. And that doesn't matter because, like, whatever comes through today, channel-wise, we took a lot of notes. And, and um, hell, I'm sure we will be doing another episode. Right. Yeah. yeah. About... Because we're going to be doing this for a long time. Again, Danielle, we're incredible podcasters. Yeah, guys, thank you for getting us on <laughs> Apple Podcasts as number 27 in South Africa. Yeah. Um, and on Good Pods, number seven for spirituality. Because that was crazy to wake up to both those days. Yeah. So thank you for that, Thank love. you very much. Anyways, Anyways boundaries. boundaries. <laughs> so, guys, let's just, let's just talk about it. Like, boundaries are fucking awkward. Yes. Like, especially if you grew up, like... I don't know. I grew up in the Midwest, uh, Catholic <laughs> at like, that is very much like Midwesterns are friendly. Midwesterners are friendly and Catholics are very like, Oh, like you, your life doesn't matter. It's all for God slash helping other people. Right. That's, I mean, that's the theory. They don't really always act like it, but, no, no, no. um, but yeah, so I grew up like very, I just didn't set boundaries. And I also think it's important to point out if you grew up lacking um any type of say you have abandonment issues either emotionally or genuinely physically um or both um you know this is a time where boundaries really come into play because a lot of people like that like myself uh we're not good at setting boundaries because we were looking for love anywhere we could get it so when other people would like that's why people pleasing is such a thing right you know? right so that, okay, so that being said, yeah boundaries are fucking awkward especially if you are a people pleaser I, yeah. or it just in general, they're hard. And I, I think for me, right, it was almost more of boundaries were thought of, like, to me, like, not even so much, for, like, it wasn't the abandonment, like, or, um, like, looking for love as much as it was, um, wanting to not disappoint or, like, um, you know, this wasn't totally me, but I've seen, like, examples of, um, forcing, or not forcing, uh, but, like, being like, I'll go kiss grandma goodbye, and then, like, being, or the kid being like, oh, like, I don't want to, and be like, oh, you have to, and, like, I always would, like, and it's not, that wasn't a super hard boundary for me, I'm not saying, but, like, that definitely was, like, never an option. Like, there's a lot of things that were displayed to me as no option, like, this is, yes. how, this is how you do it. So I never even realized that there were different ways to it, and that I could have my boundaries or doing it my way. Like, yeah. it was almost like I, I didn't know that I was raised 
I don't know if raised, but in my world, like as I brought it, it in my head, like I didn't imagine that there were boundaries. I just thought there was the way, like that yes. was the way. And that's very, I think Catholic too, is like, that's just the way things are, like the way things happen. Like, so like that was my, when I found out about a boundary, I was like, wait, I can say what the line, like I can choose yeah. what my thing is and I how think, I do it. <laughs> I think too, becoming an adult, like really um, is where you have to start setting them. But yeah. it's hard because when you're a child, parents right. kind of blur that line. Right. Like my mom would do, would be like, you have to do this. And like, I would ask a logical question, like why? I wasn't defiant. I would like, I was just like, okay, like why? If it didn't really seem reasonable. And she would say, because I said so and I'm your mom, like you right. have to do what I say. So I thought like when an authority figure told you anything, right, exactly. you don't question it, you just do it. Um, and I do think to an extent for children, that's like, right. I think like, when it comes to like respecting your parent, yeah, yes, sure. Right, right. But, um, um, but that can also like, I mean, sometimes, you know, parents just are like, cause I said so. And like, yeah. that can also kind of make it hard for your child to trust you in your opinion mm -hmm. because it's like, I, I want to know why. And like, it's just whatever. <laughs> Whatever, you know. So that being said, boundaries are awkward and hard, but they're very necessary for not only respecting yourself, but honestly, like, respecting other people because when you have clear boundaries, it's healthier for you, which often makes your relationship with other people healthier. And yeah. it shows other people, like, oh, like, well, they were comfortable setting that boundary. Yes. Canceling plans that day because they needed a mental health day or whatever. Um, I'm allowed to do that too. Then if I'm having a bad day and I don't want company or I don't want to... I can't go do this or I have to fall through on a commitment or something because I'm not well. Um, I'll, you'll like your friends will feel safer setting that boundary for themselves and like saying like, Hey, actually I don't have the energy to give to this today. Right. Um, because you've done it before and you've shown them that that's okay. So now they're not scared about disappointing you. You know what I mean? Right. It creates like a much safer um, environment. I think where you're able to like really explain your needs. Cause I think, yeah, you also can't expect people to just know your needs all the time. No, no. Um, and there's obviously levels to this shit, right? right. It's your, but it's right. It, you can't, it's your responsibility to like vocalize it. Like you have to, um, right. You're like, Dana's going to, we're going to say, talk about the levels, but like for the most part, like you can't expect someone to know your boundary. And that's why like, right. Expectations alone are dangerous because you should just never, you should live in the present. You should try to like not put anything into anyone, like, or make sure like want anything, one to think anything, but you truly, for the most part with most boundaries, if someone crosses it and you haven't vocalized it, then it's like, okay, maybe we can move I think past that, and learn. Like, yes, I think that's a situation where it's like, especially if it's not um, a huge boundary. Right. Then it's like, you kind of should forgive them. Yeah, you know, yeah. And then just vocalize it. And even if it. it is a huge one, maybe just remember, right, that yeah, if they exactly. didn't know, then how could they know? Like, Oh, exactly, yeah, you're right. So speaking of like, so these are all levels, right? Which right. is why it's kind of complicated because the levels are all intertwined. And so me and Kelsey were just talking about this. We haven't done um, like professional psychological research on actual levels of boundaries. This but is just our... This is just how we kind of view it, right? Right. So we decided there's like personal boundaries, there's safety boundaries, and then there's just intuitive boundaries. Like as in like when you go somewhere and your energy is just like, oh fuck, no. Like I didn't like that or I don't like You're that. allowed to leave. You're yes. allowed to do, you know what I mean? Like you don't need to like try to justify yourself. Right. Whatever. So yeah, those are like the three boundaries. and But the, it's hard because they all kind of intertwine. Right. And you don't have to, the thing is you don't have to explain yourself to anyone but um, I, we do have some like kind of healthy ideas about how you can go about yeah. all of these, especially with like 
you know, personal safety and intuitive boundaries also kind of apply differently if you're dealing with your friends or your family versus if you're dealing with a stranger or a coworker, you right. know? Right. There's all different ways, like, right, boundaries are not, like, one simple thing. And, like, right, like Daniel was saying, like, there's different, like, you could you could have a, a boundary, like, your boundary, and it could be 20% because of something safety-related, but then mostly it's a personal boundary. Like, I don't want someone like crossing my space or that's something that may affects me like doesn't make me feel good makes me feel anxious or whatever like so you can have like they, they overlie and they can be yeah like they can be that's the thing too is like because they're so um intricate and intertwined they, yeah um i think it, it's more of like again boundaries are yours to set as an adult yes um and you don't need to you know try to justify them to other people because that's the whole point of a boundary is like and that's hard because you do think you need to like, right? And you that's and it, that's crazy, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm over here trying to explain like, oh, we should. I mean, I guess you can justify it, but it's like that's the whole point of a boundary. Is right. like that's where you personally just draw the line on some things you're not gonna do or not participate in or whatever. And like you don't need. I guess what I think is you don't need to. Yes, but if you can explain it. Um, oh, or, well, yes, yes. You know, then it is, I think it's helpful, right? Like, it's not, all right, I'm not trying to, like, contradict every, everything we're saying, but, like, right, I guess there is a point, like, it is, like, um, there's, like, you, you know, there's the stages of becoming someone who sets boundaries, and, like, the first stage is setting it, and then the second step is kind of, like, learning how to communicate it and yes. why, and then that's when you really start, I think, having an effect on other people, because they're understanding that it's not because like, I don't like you or because blah, it's because I am like, it's ex explaining how you're feeling. I just think it's so, it inspires others to like feel exactly. it. And when you say like, so often when someone tells me how they feel, I'm like, oh, I get that. That's how you explain that feeling. Or yes. that's how you, you know? So they're really a cool thing that kind of, that's all point share. of like the levels. Right? Yeah. Cause there's some levels where you can absolutely, and you should communicate yeah. and vocalize. Um, but then in a safety situation, you know, yes. So I don't, yes. Give us some, like, yeah, take it away with your, okay. So I'm going to cover like friends and family because I think that's where I personally, um, struggle setting boundaries, um, slash have had to grow in the area of setting boundaries. Um, so like with friends, I think if it's a close friend, um, one way that I kind of work on, you know, setting boundaries is I, first of all, if I'm, if I'm close with them, um, I'm just all about communication and I think we should mm -hmm. also normalize mental health because I think a lot of boundaries have to do with your mental health like yes. um and like if you don't feel comfortable doing something and then like you know what I mean like it's just all whatever so I think it's really good to normalize like it, for example hey like we had plans today are we still on for our plans you're, it's okay to say no if like it's a bad mental health day and ask yeah. someone who's your friend and who like loves you um, they're probably gonna be fine with it and they're gonna appreciate you being honest about that because I'm sure that your friend has bad mental health days too. And if they're not fine with it, like, I don't know, I think there's... When so that's a red flag. Yeah. And when you're talking about, like, when, when talking about boundaries, it would be um, naive to just discuss from the point of view of someone setting a boundary, but to also incorporate, right, the close friend, you know, if you're, if you're a friend and your friend has set a boundary for you and you're feeling like, oh, like, man, that I'm sad that they had to take a mental health day, that, like, they left me, like, I think that's a signal, like, you need to, if, you, if you're not okay with another person protecting themselves, if that triggers something in you, then that's a very important thing for you to reflect on. Because if your friend yes. has to cancel because they're just not feeling good, and you're taking that personally, 
Um, and I'm not like bashing because we've all done it. Like definitely I've like been like, oh, they're like leaving me and the, they don't care. Um, but like, no, that, that's like a, a signal within yourself to be like, okay, wait a second. Maybe I'm not okay. Because yeah, like, if what? I'm feeling hurt because someone's trying to just feel better, then that's a personal problem. You're so that's not on them. Because like, yeah, everyone is you pushed out. So it probably yeah. shows you like exactly what, what do you need to work on so that you're not offended by someone like. Right. So if you have, right. So if you're that friend who's being told a boundary, then right. Don't take it personally. Because, like, right, it's not, like, it's a boundary. It's them just trying to protect themselves, and it's not personal. Exactly. And if it is personal, then take a minute. And this also is all for, like, if it's somebody who, you know, is your friend and you trust. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is also, it's kind of hard sometimes to set boundaries with your family. Which yes. is something that really, especially if you're empathetic, setting boundaries is freaking hard. Um, because... Like, I don't know, you just take on everyone else's energy, you know? Um, And so for me, as an empath, um, dealing with like, you know, some family boundaries, that can be really, I kind of don't like that I said as an empath, but but, um, that can be like really hard just because I am very aware of their energies. Right. Um, But I kind of have learned that sometimes with family, you have to be direct, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Especially with like the older you get, like, Girl, I've even been direct. Well, actually not direct. <laughs> I have set boundaries with even like aunts and uncles. Yeah. Um, but I've had to do them in ways that like I personally don't feel. And you guys might disagree with me. This I'm not your fucking teacher. Like we are we're genuinely right. this is like an open discussion. Um, but like I feel like with okay, so with family boundaries, it's uh for me, I've been very big on having to explain I'm an adult, this is what I'm doing, it's not up for discussion. Right. Like and that's like a very clear boundary I set with multiple family members. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's been very helpful because also I think that kind of gives them like a reality check. And that's why it's important to be direct because if you don't, if you just dance around it, like I just don't really want to talk about this, right. like whatever, especially if it's like someone who is an authority figure in your family, you know, like maybe it's your mom, maybe it's your grandma, maybe it's your aunt or your uncle or your right. dad, whatever. Um, then reminding them like, yo, I'm an adult and just as you are and you have been able to demand respect, like... I am now an adult and I, yeah. I genuinely get to decide like yeah. how I, who I hang out with and what I allow into my energy. So I think it's really important to be direct with your family. Yes. Um, and a funny story is I am not so good at always being, this was something I had to learn, right? So like years ago when I was in college in New York, it was like my first semester going to school in New York and I got a text message from one of my aunts um, who I never, ever, ever talked to, not close to. Um, and she, at first, like, she just kind of tricked me. She started being nice and she was like, Hey, I heard it's really, really snowy up there. Like, I hope that you're, um, I heard it can be like kind of dangerous. Like the roads are supposed to be really bad. Yeah. I know you walk to school, like hope you're safe. And I was like really touched cause I don't really talk to this yeah. aunt of mine. And also like we haven't had, she's had a lot of negative opinions in the past about me. Right. So I was like really touched and I responded and I was like, Oh my God, thank you so much for checking on me. Like, um, it hasn't been too bad. You know, like I walked to school, but I live really close. Like I was living on the upper, my dorms on the upper West side and my right. school was on the upper West side. So like, I was like, it's not that bad. Thanks. And then she just turned it into like, so you're over here believing in global warming. Well, maybe we could use some global warming. Oh global warming's God. not real if we're having a snowstorm and oh an ice storm. Oh my God. Um, and all oh, those family members. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is an energy that, um, someone who is like committed to misunderstanding me. Yes. There's no point in me trying to like argue this. Also, I don't even talk to you like that. Like, right. And when we do, like, you don't just get to like pry into my 
when I did talk to this family member, they would pry into my business and have a lot of judgments. And there was never any like communication in between that. So I blocked her. That's my aunt. And I blocked her. And uh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't hate her. I love her. Like from a distance. But right now. Um, but like that is a personal boundary. I am not going to allow like I'm an adult. Yeah. I get to have whatever opinion I want. Um, and, Definitely. and I'm not going to explain myself to someone committed to misunderstanding me. It's a waste of my time and energy. In this day and age of like, especially like pol the politics and stuff, I don't like get into it other than like, um, yeah, it's safe to, if there's someone who is aggressive and like will not leave you alone about something like that, like, yeah, you don't have to talk about it. I hate when people like, right, like. It was a very, yes, it was right, a very direct someone, thing someone about my Facebook post. Exactly. Someone knows your belief and they, she genuinely just was trying to, pro like, that's like a cruel intention thing on their, like. And right. Like, to me, that makes me feel sad for them. And I and it's protecting your peace. And exactly. it's like it's not being mean. I'm not blocking her out of my life. Yeah. You just don't get to text me anymore. Right. That is a like. Just don't. Right. Right. You're just like I don't want. And that's like. And you're never gonna need to call me. I'm sorry. This this lady's never going to need to call me. So it's not like I'm like. You know what I mean? Right. You're not um, like. <laughs> right. You're not her emergency contact. Yeah. No, like. So that's like an example of like I didn't really ha communicate that boundary, and I'm not saying I handled it perfectly. I was also 19. Right. Um, and like young whatever um and i didn't handle it perfectly i'm sure i could have just been like hey you know what um if you're just going to like be petty no stop you're second guessing it you're fine you yeah you were see, right right, right. No. so i set a boundary by not allowing that that energy yeah. and i gotta tell you honey um i haven't received a text from her in years feels good feels good yeah <laughs> so that's anyway I think, like family like right family boundaries are hard because they're like, very hard especially because like you're Right, you're raised one way, so then especially if you re recognize you have a boundary that's something different than like how your family works, mm -hmm. um, it's very hard to show them and be accepted that this is how you want it to be because yes. especially like generally racially, I think um, like our parents' generation, I think my parents are a little older than yours, so like both like, but you know, like right 50s and above say, I don't mm -hmm. think they were really ever allowed to set boundaries. Like I, I mm -hmm. think boundaries is a pretty new thing. So absolutely like you ha like it's important to take that into account too, like, that it might be hard for family members to get boundaries, but you're, it's still, that's not on you to teach them how to understand a boundary. That's exactly. okay. They, they'll have to learn that that's a boundary and that that's okay. Like, and shout out to my mom, um, because when I said, my mom has been like very um, awesome with like, you know, like we don't always have to agree on everything. And I, yeah. I love my mom. She's dope. <laughs> we love um, you, Jennifer. We love you so much, Jennifer. Thank you for the clothes you just sent Next me. time. Yeah. Next time you're out, extra large in pants, large in shirts. Get me something. Thank you. <laughs> you got good taste. Um, But yeah, so shout out to my mom. When I've set boundaries with her before, she is so cool about them. Um, She's always like, you're absolutely right, Danielle. You are an adult. Like, okay, that's fine. Um, So yeah. And I hope that I can reciprocate that to her because now I'm like, damn, I hope I'm this is a good moment for me. This is a reflective moment where I like make sure I respect her boundaries. So Kelsey, can you, um, while I'm reflecting, while you take that, yes, I'll start talking about, um, some boundaries with coworkers. So this is another, this is an area oh, this, this. that I struggled with. I will say that right now, my last job, um, I did not do a good, good job setting boundaries. Hey, um, that's okay. And it's important to because, you know, most people work in a setting with other people. I mean, I know it's the world of work from home now, but a lot of people. So it's important that you're able to communicate and work well with others. And a big part of that is respecting their boundaries and setting your own boundaries. Um, I took, I was a nurse. I started a job. Um, people who, I think everyone knows, the healthcare field is a very teamwork based, um, you know, you really have to like, 
come together and stuff. So it's I'm and I'm a great coworker. I will say that. I'm, and I don't I don't mean to toot my own horn, but like I, I'm a toot big a bitch, toot up. I'm a big like believer in that like teamwork, you know, all that stuff. Um, however, I do have some other ba- like boundaries that are kind of strange that I wish I had worked on as far as um, being a coworker and how I wanted others to treat me. And I think. Um, the best way when you're starting a new job and you're wanting to do this is figure out, ask yourself some questions. What kind of coworker are you? So I'm just going to use, you know, how I answered these questions for myself. So I'm a coworker who, right, will help you out. I'm going to be there for you. Um, but I don't want to do your work, you know, like I'm, I'm there, but I also, I'm not going to do it for you. I'll tell you how to do it if I, if you can, you know, like, um, that's where I am. So I have to, mm-hmm. again, I did not do this very well last job, but reflecting in my, you know, going forward, I want to make sure that I, um, am someone who does not get taken advantage of because that's a boundary for me. I find that once I start doing things for other people, then they take more than they, and so I have to set that boundary of, no, I am here to do my job, but I'm not here to do your job and I can help you, but I'm not going to be taken advantage of. That's a, that's a boundary that I learned. Yes. Um, I didn't even think about that one, Kels. Um, and right. That's why you don't think of it, but not like once. Well, now I'm thinking of it and I'm like, like, oh my God, so many instances. That's why I'm telling you guys so you, to save you. Thank you, mom. Um, so another question that I thought of is what, um, do you enjoy relationships with your coworkers outside of work? Um, and this was, this is one that's very hard. Um, because when you work with people, they're great. And I, I love everyone that I work with. This is not a, like anything like that. However, I, I learned that I'm someone that if I work with you five days a week, I cannot then see you on my days off or my time off. I need to be away from you. I probably won't text you back. Like, it's just, um, I really, I've learned that I truly need a separation of my work and my like, yes. self-life. I can't have As any you over, uh, overlap. <laughs> but that's hard because, you know, if I, um, you know, you're, when you work with people, you get very close and you want to understand and you want to, like, hang out with them and you want to just share everything. Um, so I get the draw of it, but it's, it's that's a very hard boundary that I think a lot of people should ask. And it's an easy one to set when you know that you have that boundary. I've been kind of thinking of ways to like vocalize it. Mm-hmm. And I think the best way is to just say, um, when I spend my time here, I give, you know, I spend my time with you and I enjoy it. I have a lot of fun and like, you're a great person, but when I'm at home, I really need to leave work at home. And unfortunately I cannot separate you from work. And again, that's one of those things that if they can't take that, that's on them. Um, and that's hard. Like if someone's telling you that and you're being offended, then again, like you have to reflect and be like, okay, but that makes sense. Why would if you work together, you know, 40 plus hours a week, why would like, you know, some people, especially, um, I don't know how to say, like, I, you know, I have a husband at home. Like I, I want, I have things that I need to spend time with. And if I'm giving all my time into that, like, you know, yeah. there's, if you like people have other lives outside of work. Well, you need and to you fill your to own re- cup. Exactly. And if you're like, right, you have to find your ways to do that. And for me personally, um, it's, I need space from work and space from work includes like my coworkers. So again, that's like a boundary that's hard that I want to set when I go forward. Um, and then, <laughs> excuse me, the last one, um, is, do I like to, is, do you like to work alone or with people? And, um, I don't mean like teamwork wise. I mean like when you're doing like your solitary work. So again, this is something that I used to sit in like the big computer place with everyone. And we'd, I'd get so annoyed because everyone kept interrupting me while I was trying to type something, Mm. but I didn't, I never vocalized like, okay, I'm working. Please leave me alone. But I've learned that I am not someone like when I am working, I need, I don't want to talk to you. I just want to do my job. I'm not, I don't want to socialize at work. Like I don't want to do that. So I think reflecting on who you are as a coworker, because again, everything comes from self-reflection and what you want is a 
great way to figure out how to how what you want from others and then it's the kind of awkward hard part of just vocalizing it but i think if you do that ahead of time and you know what you want going into the job then it's a lot easier to say okay Absolutely. yes i'm the new person here and i don't want anyone to take any offense but just so you guys know i don't really hang out with my coworkers outside of work it's just like a personal preference um, yeah, you know, I, th I think it's always easier at the beginning to instead of like sitting like letting it carry on um, Like just and, it and it'll get easier too the yes. more you are used to setting boundaries in your life because exactly. we know it's awkward But it is necessary. Yeah, and then once you do it and it feels so good It's like wow, that's amazing and so right like because you don't want to hate your coworkers like, Right, you don't that'll You're, drive you to hate them if they're like exactly. if they're overwhelming you when you could have just set a boundary And then when you see them you enjoy your time with them because it's not too much exactly so you have to be able to um, Vocalize that and then they can respect it because they yeah. can't respect it if you don't tell them exactly So then I also wanted to talk about um, boundaries of strangers this one boundaries of strangers is very important because uh they honestly, they have no idea. So they're just meeting you. So honestly, it's the best time to set boundaries because yes. they have no frame of reference. They have no, like, you know, you can, there's a clean slate. There's none of that guilt of like, oh, well, last time I let them do that. So are they going to be like, that was okay then, but now it's not sort of thing. Um, so like, it's very important when you need to meet a new person. Um, I think once you kind of do shadow work and stuff, you start to kind of have your, your main boundaries that you're always sort of not thinking of, but that you remember. Like, I know now when I meet people, I don't really like, um, I'm not like a super, uh, I hate small talk. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna sit here and like just bullshit really with you. Mm -hmm. I can do it if I have to. I can schmooze with mm -hmm. the best of them. But small like, talk sucks. but like, right, I, like that's, that's a hard no for me. I'm not gonna sit here and like pretend. Like, I can't yeah. do that. Um, or uh, like, uh, when I meet a new friend, I'm not going to text them. I'll, I'll be very open that I'm not a big texter. I've started. I You're great at setting that boundary. I literally tell people now that I am a flaky person. I'm sorry, but I will not text you back. It's a very open thing for me, but I just don't like, I just it don't. It stresses you out to be on your phone constantly yes. like answering messages too. Like Especially from someone, I, I don't think texting, I'm not good at getting to know someone that way and I don't want to get to know you through text. Like, so like with a stranger, with a new a potential new friend, that's like a, a boundary that I set immediately that Yep, me texting, just so you know, it's not gonna work out, so don't hold it against me. Like, mm -hmm. I probably won't answer my phone. I think, I think too, that's like an example of, um, like, just, yeah, uh, that's a very good, like, you you have now set, like, a personal boundary. Yeah. Um, but it kind of is also, like, a safety boundary, too, yes. because especially if it's a stranger that, like, yeah. Here, because, okay, do you wanna get kind of real? Like, do you yeah. wanna get, like, a, on the deep end of, like, the stranger? Here, first, let's do a quick ad. Perfect. We'll be right back. Okay, now we'll go into the deep end. What was it? So like um, a, a personal boundary like with a stranger, right? Yeah. If somebody's like, hey, like, you know, can can I... Ladies, I'm really mostly talking to you right <laughs> now for this safety slash kind of in, like and intuitive boundary. If you're alone and you're approached by someone, like you are allowed to set a boundary that like, um, especially if you feel unsafe intuitively, yeah. right? So like a typical safety boundary is like, if they're like, hey, let me give you a ride home. It's raining. Sorry, like I just, it's nothing against you personally. I just don't take rides from strangers. It's just one of my boundaries. It's right. a safety thing. That's fine. An intuitive boundary too is also like, say you're by yourself, someone approaches you um, and you automatically are getting like not a good, you don't mm -hmm. feel safe energetically. Um, then they start asking you 
really like I don't know uncomfortable questions. I'm right. just going off of what's happened to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like oh, like for like when I was living in New York, um, this one guy like followed me home. It was very scary. Yeah. I worked yeah. I worked till like after midnight, and then I was like going home. Um, he he was right in front of my building. Yeah. Oh, which 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 room is yours? Which uh, wow. which apartment's yours? Like all that type of thing. And so that was like an intuitive like and safety boundary. I was like, I'm so sorry. I just I don't yeah. give my. I, I'm upset that you're even on my, like, building porch right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, that's kind of, like, an example. Like, you don't need... Or, yeah, if someone's just talking to you too long and you feel unsafe, like, uh, there was someone approaching me, had his hand in his pants. Yeah. Okay, um, that alone is enough reason to set a boundary. Right. <laughs> and I don't need... that. I don't need, though, to explain myself yes. in that situation you don't for anyone, me to, yeah. like, leave. Or, like, when I was in an Uber once and the guy started getting, like, way too sexual with me. Ugh. And I just told him, like, oh, pull over. I think I'm going to throw up. Yeah. So he did. And then I just got out. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't owe him any fucking explanation. No. Because like, that's a safety issue, right? And, and intuitive. Um, so that's also... I just wanted to make sure, like, you guys know, while we're telling you to vocalize your boundaries... A, a personal or, or a safety type of boundary an intuitive boundary that's like you are allowed to protect yourself right it, it can be a physical like right leaving the situation a boundary for me that i always that people i always blew my mind that people would like shit on it <laughs> um men sorry um but like when i was on tinder and stuff a boundary for me was i will not meet you at your place like it'll, i will only do a first date meeting in public and guys would be like oh like i like it's fine like i oh, i just want to like invite you we'll smoke first and then we'll go. like people would like no and it's like i mean I'm, we will smoke first at the park right like <laughs> like it was always so funny to me that like they were like, and also I would be like, okay, well, yeah, now I want to meet you. Oh, I just told you I don't want to meet you in private, but you're like, oh, please, baby. So yeah. Oh, that course. did it for me. Right? Like, so like that was a hard, and it was, honestly, there were times where I was like, oh, maybe I should, like, you know, you question it because there's people out there who can. Who will push your boundaries. Exactly. your boundaries. And I would be like, oh, maybe he's right. Like we have been messaging for a while, whatever. But that is still but a red flag. Exactly. So like, it's like when you set a boundary and that was a very intuitive boundary, I knew starting tinder like that was something like that's not safe that's not it's um so like that was a boundary that i knew that i could not ever cross like i promised myself that i do not meet someone privately like that doesn't yeah. happen um and so like that's right a boundary set was and that's like a blanket boundary that i set with any stranger you know like absolutely as so, you should right um and then like yeah there's all different you know there's there's uh friends who are fr like co-worker you know there's all different crosses of this it all goes together and it's you know there's a lot of kind of difficult ones um and so i think like right kind of laying out your basic ones something like that or like for me uh don't show up at my house don't come to my house <gasps> don't like that like like I, I don't like to answer your text messages if you're on my porch and i don't know it I'm going to be pissed. You like, know, this is a boundary I recently uh, had to set that I didn't even realize that I had to set. Um, because uh, you don't think of it. Because, because damn, y'all. Can I can I tell you an example of a boundary that I just set? And um, I'm pretty angry about it. Actually, I'm not angry. I was pretty angry. I felt very disrespected because I was like, dang, maybe I wasn't clear on setting a boundary. And then my therapist was like, no, nobody just walks into someone's house unannounced, doesn't knock doesn't tell you they're coming beforehand yeah um, yeah no and no. someone genuinely walked into my fucking house at night at night um didn't knock and just because i have met you before slash know you like nope. we are not close you don't walk in my house and also the energy that came in with was aggressive and um i'm gonna be honest like very manipulative and like intimidating they're trying to intimidate me um and yeah. 
I was like, oh, wow, got it. So that's like weird behavior. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of backstory to that and that's fine. But that is that was an example of like, I straight up blocked this bitch and uh, like on everything. Yeah. Because, and like, and, okay, the reason my door wasn't locked was because I was smoking. I was smoking in my living room and I was blowing out the front door. Right. So it was unlocked because I was like packing the G, but taking my time. Know. But that, and so like, because at first I was like, well, maybe I should have just locked the door. But then it's like, I have never, even to Kelsey, Kelsey is like my best friend and I don't want, she's not like, she is my best friend. But like, I tell Kelsey like, hey, I'm coming over. Like, is that fine? Like, right. and also if she doesn't answer, then I don't do it. And if I do have to just stop by for something, say I'm dropping something off to her, like the right. shelter my house, or I have to pick something up, I knock. Right. I would never just walk into your home. And especially like your, Danny's apartment's like, it's like a loft. Small, like, and like, right, it's like lofty, right? It's like, it's very open. So like, there's not, so like I will come over and I literally will like close my eyes because there's a window in her door. So I'll like close my eyes, knock, and then like wait for them to say, come in. And then they'll usually have to say it again. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm coming in. Like keep my, it's everything good. Because like, because I just want like, we're changing. Right, like I'm like, like wow, that's such a insane. We do, we do have like a bedroom and stuff and right, all that, right. but we don't have like walls separating our separate- living your life in your home. So yeah, like, like and it's my house. Right. So I hang around naked. Like so you could have been doing anything. So like, yeah. And like, I do want, um, I am at some point going to have to like verbally set a boundary with that person, but my husband's going to take care of that for me. Um, I already asked him. And to. It's a safety thing. And again, it a, it's your, like you felt unsafe. You felt violated. Someone so came you- in guys. You have to understand someone came into my home trying to intimidate me because they knew that what they had done to me prior made me upset and uncomfortable. Yeah. It was a very, it was, it was a thought out thing. Like it it was, was very much like to, uh, to make me nervous. This person yeah. walked in and grabbed me immediately and yeah. like forced a long hug on me. But like, I don't know this person like that. So, and again, like if this is coming off to you as like, wow, that seems, uh, kind or, or why or, would you be mad? Right. Exactly. Then like, again, this is what I'm saying that it um, doesn't matter. She doesn't have to explain. Like, yeah, I don't have to, I'm not going to air this person's situation. I'm like respecting their boundaries and stuff by not spilling all that tea but just know like this is not a this was a situation that it was like that's weird behavior i have um a lot of reason to believe that this person is unstable and not safe um and so so as a safety thing you don't just walk in my house aggressively trying to intimidate me and Um, you're allowed to choose and i'm allowed yeah absolutely and And it was not even a good interaction guys it was an incredibly awkward interaction um so just like that's an example yeah i blocked that person because and i don't owe that any explanation because right. in my honestly like that was a safety issue if you know you know that's all i'm gonna say i don't again i don't have to explain right. myself no. for a personal boundary that this was an intuitive and safety and right. personal boundary <laughs> was, like, like there I, was no reason that this ever should have happened and, and like i explained it to my therapist i explained it to my psychologist I explained it to my social worker i sound so fucked up but like it's my team guys it takes a it, it takes, takes a, a village, village. <laughs> hey, as a part of her team it does <laughs> And, um, I was given, like, I discussed this with all of them before I, like, right. took the action of removing myself from this person. Um, and the reason that we're sharing it is, again, is not, like, to, um, talk shit, shit but it, it's just, it's a, it's a very real situation that a lot of us are in, and it's just to say that it's okay to recognize that, and you owe no one anything. So you can just, if you feel that way with someone, you don't have to be friends with anyone, and if they don't like you, it doesn't matter, like, if and they're mad about, like, it's, that's on them. And, and I do not hate this person. Right. I want to be very clear. Um, every time, though, that I've interacted with this person, they have either said or physically done something to me that has sent me into severe panic attacks. So, so like, this is a very much real, um, safety and personal and intuitive situation. Right. Like, it is not good for me to be around this person for my health and safety. 
Um, and you're allowed to choose that. And even if it was like, and my, this is like, exactly, this is a very extreme case, but if you, even if you just don't enjoy someone, you're like, it's okay. You can, you don't have to, you don't owe anyone friendship. You don't owe anyone time and any feelings that they have are their feelings and it's okay that you're setting Absolutely. your Absolutely, <laughs> and you are not being disrespectful exactly. by respecting yourself. Exactly. What would be disrespectful if, if is like if I showed up at her house and did some shit, right? But I am just literally removing myself from that situation right. and I think that's like honestly like- I think it's mature. I think it's mature. Is there a better way I could have handled it? Sure, but I'm dealing with someone who doesn't handle things normally anyway, you guys. And you're going through uh, shit, so it's like, you don't need to give that your time. Like, exactly. Um, and that's really the whole thing is like boundaries are all about you. They're personal. No one can tell you how to feel. No one can tell you what you're going to feel. Um, and people won't always take them well. You might not take them well, but the thing is that at the end of the day, you know, I say all the time, like everyone's reality is the reality. If someone doesn't like something, it does not matter how that feels to you. They are just living their life in the best way that they can. So just always try and be understanding of a boundary and don't right don't attach meaning to it if someone's telling you theirs don't be like oh it's because they hate me just know that oh my just, god yes um or that right um again like you said like you don't hate this person if they were upset by anything like it's not again it's not against you it's just that you are protecting you and that's all we can Absolutely, do in this and life. i do send this person love and um honestly like as much healing energy as i can send them um yeah yeah so like right it's in right boundaries like we said at the beginning are awkward and they're hard and they can they can end friendships they can like they can be but there are some things that are worth ending a relationship yes, over because if of, you, yes. yeah go ahead baby sorry i keep interrupting oh, you only because i'm like you're I'm so fine. into this conversation like with you like i'm like yes oh don't apologize i love it it's just like something that's really shown me too like if someone's not okay with a boundary that you set um it doesn't matter like if you have history with this person right. like that is a red flag uh and someone who taught me like i don't know my friend emily words this really well like where she says like first of all everybody nobody has flaws they have their own little character quirks yes that's yes. how she like sees it so if this if a person sets a boundary like that that's what they need like right, right. it's not that's like it's kind of like a character quirk but it's also like if we're gonna categorize people as like individual and having certain needs, like you can't get mad at someone's needs, you know? Right, um, and so just don't, right, it's not about you. Like it's one of those things where uh, we have to, to like just remember it's their life and it's, it's not literally nothing you. to do with you. Yeah. And it's probably with all don't of us Don't be so friends. selfish. Like right, with me, if I'm not texting you back, it's not because I don't like you. I promise you that me not responding you to you through any sort of social media or whatever, anything but face to face has nothing to do with not liking you. It is just that I am very bad at like, focus <laughs> yeah and I don't like sit on my phone like that or I don't like I just don't enjoy communicating that way um and luckily most of my friends um like get it but there's definitely friends that I've lost through like my being able to communicate and I've definitely been like man maybe I should be better right and it's but it's not that I'm not better I just don't genuinely don't like that and that's okay and that's okay. so then my real my friends are the ones who can get that will understand that yeah. yeah um yeah and I think it just it comes down to like <laughs> not to be like cliche but like uh, real recognize real, you know, yeah. um, and like real people who respect themselves will respect you for respecting yourself. Exactly. Most the people that you want to be friends with will be okay with you setting a boundary. Um, and that's, you know, that's a green flag. Like when someone yeah. it like, that's like, damn, that's cool. Um, Example, anyone? Jennifer. Jennifer. She accepts my boundaries. Hey, that's awesome. We approach, we approach our daily routines differently and we like, respect each other's boundaries. Yeah, I'm uh, working on that. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> um, so I hope that this was like, 
you know, there's a lot more we could say on yeah. this topic. But um, I hope this kind of like shows you guys especially since I know for a fact some people listening to this are going through a situation yeah. where they need to set boundaries. Yes. Number one, you're not alone. Number two, we know it is awkward AF. Like, we know, dude. I hate setting boundaries, but yeah. I, I also, like, love it when it goes. When it goes well, yes. it is a beautiful thing. And it almost always does in the end go well. As long as you are kind right. and honest. Then even then, like, you'll be able, if, if they get upset, you'll be able to be like, hey, I know that I did the right thing and I was kind and I did not. Yes. say anything wrong like so yeah go set your boundaries go set your boundaries, live baby. your freedom exactly and um, as always stay high bye